hey what is up guys and welcome back to a, another episode of 50 shades of fray it is saturday today i'm recording this uh what time is it about 20 to 8 on a saturday afternoon because one i've got nothing better to do well I have i got lots of things i could be doing but if uh, everyone's been looking outside their windows today they will have known how dog piss the weather has been so I've just been chilling, uh, getting all my sort of office stuff, if you like, sorted out. Um, and yeah, it got to a good start. Just uh, just been having a little chill out, watching a bit of TV, uh, what have you, uh, and thought, you know what, let's get the podcast done. Did a lot of research about it today. Uh, so while it's kind of fresh in my mind, I thought it'd be a great uh, great time to sit down and record um, the podcast. So, unusual podcast fashion how has my week been uh very strange actually in terms of how i felt <laughs> uh starting the podcast off in a deep uh, deep way um but no obviously last week we had the boys down and whatever uh and obviously they left me on monday went back up to or across or down to mansfield wherever the fuck it is on the map um and yeah it's all chill but like ever since they left and like that weekend absolutely banged. I had such a good time. Ever since I've left, I've kind of not had the momentum to do anything. Not like not anything. It's kind of like it's really good because it's like, it really had me in the mindset of I want to do more. I didn't want to just go and sit on PlayStation and anything. So I like I haven't really been on PlayStation all this week. Cause it's kind of like there's so much more to just being stuck inside when we did. Like, it felt like we did so much in that weekend. It wasn't really like. In like realistically, all we did was go to Skeg, have some food, uh, played a lot of football. But it just felt like we did so much. It was such a good time, and it just kind of like it's the the importance and powers, like the the power, how powerful friends are and stuff. And like those moments mean so much. As much as I enjoy being on PlayStation for Matty and stuff, like nothing compares to like when we're playing. Uh, in real life together like playing football or just like chilling or whatever like I don't know it's just one thing so I was uh, I knew I missed missed seeing him and stuff but, like didn't realize it was to that degree kind of thing uh, which was yeah quite a weird sort of feeling when like we got back into the rhythm of work and whatever and was just like ah well I don't yeah kind of a bit like waiting for the next time now if you know what I mean I'm, I'm on the come down I'm just waiting for the next time uh, you, you'll be able to relate when you've had like a absolutely like a boss holiday but you've just got back to reality and it's kind of like oh, god I'd give my arm and a leg to be back on the holiday because it just went off and like the weekend was kind of like a mini one of them it was really good there's nothing I would have changed about it to be fair it was really good and um, just nice to see everyone and have a few beers and whatever like it was so so good so yeah it was good. It left me in a kind of weird mindset, but in a good mindset, mindset of like work hard, play a lot harder, do not waste hours sitting on a PlayStation or whatever. Like, make sure I'm doing something so I'm like even more motivated to go out with my camera, take the dog out, do this, just be out and about and be sociable rather than just sort of sitting inside when I get home from work, sort of thing. Um, which is good. Uh, what other stuff can I tell you about? Okay, there's something else I, I want to talk about because it kind of slots into the topic of today um i've been on tinder don't really want to brag about it but i've been doing it unfortunately uh and yeah it's a shit show as always but there is one girl in my dms who is actually like proper sound to talk to very like inquisitive asking a lot of questions um and she hit me up with one of the questions. It was, what's my star sign? And automatically I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Like, let's not judge a person actually on their personality. Let's judge them on how their star sign is. And I was like, okay. Uh, so anyway, I didn't tell her. I was like, okay, guess. And to be fair to her, she kind of, from the slight conversation we had, she guessed, my, she guessed the wrong star sign. I'll... Uh, Spoiler alert, I had to eventually tell her, but she guessed my personality quite, like, some parts of it quite quickly, which I was, like, quite impressed about, um, and whatever, um, but then, like, because of this conversation, I was kind of curious, I was like, I'm actually going to, like, see what my star sign says about me, and see how accurate it is, because, like, it's, one, it, well, yeah, it does come really, uh, 
well into this week's episode as effectively. But I've just remembered this also comes really well into it. I've actually, I've, I'll, uh, you can all sort of be amazed. I've actually done some planning. I've got uh, like four pages of notes that I wrote down. A5 piece of paper, by the way. So that's probably like a good sheet of A4. So one sheet of notes. And I wrote some notes on my phone as well, uh, how I want to go down. Um, and stuff that I said I was going to do and I've missed. So this week I have been listening to a lot of minimal techno which probably isn't to everyone's toast that's like my song or songs of the week i will leave my playlist that i've been letting run wild uh in the description below if anyone fancies it it's minimal techno is it's kind of like housey but even less words even though there is zero words in house it is effectively just noise um i always find that really good to listen to when i'm in a tractor when i'm just working away that or a podcast it's stupid because it's kind of safe like how words listening to someone drones on like this drones on and you kind of lose yourself into it or whatever because it's like a constant house music and like more so minimal techno is very much the same but obviously it's a bit upbeat i was like it's like a trigger as well for me as soon as i hear like minimal techno and stuff it's i like literally like flood away my memory disappears and i imagine i'm in ibiza or like somewhere warm sun on my face ass titties and just pounding music it's like my heartbeat changes bpm and that's what it is um and it all like becomes one so i like listening to that when i'm in the tractor it's not like it's kind of like it almost does become background music but i know it's there if you know what i mean like saying like so listen wouldn't like, you just so engrossing to listen to someone on a podcast it's like i'm i get that engrossing it just it's just a very constant beat um that i really enjoyed not like lyrics where like one song's about doing drugs and shagging bitches and the other one's about having your heart broke then this and it like as much as i like all that kind of shit like i don't know it's almost like tradition as well when i have a good stint in the track to make sure i get some like techno or something like that on because it just sort of i don't know sets me going especially if it's for if i'm there for a long time if i'm there for like a somewhere doing overtime whatever i always find the sort of almost like the same genre helps pass time quicker i don't know how that makes any sense if it even does at all but to me i know what i mean so i will link my playlist below if anyone does fancy delving into the genre of techno uh, or minimal techno it obviously won't be for everyone's tastes because you're like gay shit they play on the radio every day but yeah uh so that's my song i've been thinking as well about having more of a structure to the podcast uh like obviously it started out as it was and sort of rambling on hoping it caught on obviously now we have the q a at the end and the weekly roundup at the start and then the topic in between which is very nice but i was m more so thinking to help me keep uh without like getting to a week and thinking what am i speaking about kind of thing i was going to suggest and people can throw suggestions back at me here kind of treating it as if it was a series on tv like bear with me when i while i explain this um if anyone's watched brooklyn 99 you will kind of know what i mean when i start explaining this if you haven't i don't really know what you're doing you're probably one of those people that likes friday night dinner um, but won't watch something like brooklyn 99 so get in the bin uh but anyway in brooklyn 99 there's like five or six reoccurring episodes every season there's one about the pontiac bandit there's one about the the heist the halloween heist whichever one it is uh and there's quite a lot of reoccurring um episodes like every season kind of thing uh, I can't think of the others off the top of my head, but like Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. And I was kind of thinking of doing that with the podcast to help keep it structured. because, And then obviously find what people like and then just reoccur them kind of thing. So obviously so far the like my season is 15 episodes long. So I don't really... I'll probably kind of like integrate it a bit in this season because we're only... This will be episode 20, I believe. So we've got another... 10 before the end of this season um so definitely time to slide a few in but things like this because everyone dreams every day because spoiler alert i'm going to be talking about dreams this episode like i said in the last one uh i am going to be a dream counselor today um but yeah so like 
I was gonna do a dream episode because obviously people are gonna dream all the time. They can keep updating me, and like I can pick some out. And if people, go, oh well, what did? Or like that's what I mean. Like if people really enjoy this this episode, it gives them something to then look forward to in the next season. And then I thought about other ideas with guests. Maybe so. So I have like Matty on, and people can throw us loads of questions. Sort of one idea I had was this or that. And by that meaning like like which is best this or that so we'd be sat there and they'd be like okay which is better cats or dogs and then me and him would give our uh say i go yeah cats and he goes dogs and then we can sort of like argue but like talk it out and i know it gives a nice perspective on why people like things just like a general general like topic of conversation or i mean i can even do that on my own if it like as a weekly filler because yeah you throw some you throw like there's so things like that are so controversial like for example, I think KFC chips are the best chips going from takeaways, uh, like for the fast food, all the big fast food things. And I can tell right now people will be like kicking off, the headphones out their ears, they'll be like, fuck this guy, not listen to this podcast ever again. Absolute dickhead thinking KFC chips are the best. But like I say, it's controversial, gets people talking, fuels people up. So it's kind of like, it's kind of one of the fun, fun episodes to like, to know about something like that. Someone might have thrown an absolute curveball and you're like, well, would never guess that. So that's kind of one of my ideas. Um, I haven't actually wrote the rest of my ideas down, but I'm kind of like, we're, we've got like 10 episodes to go before I need to know about what I'm going to put in kind of thing. And there's no specific order. I just want to know that I've got a few I can talk about. Whatever. Obviously, a sex episode or whatever will probably come in. I'd like to think in 20 episodes time, which is 10 episodes time, that's 10 weeks. That I will hopefully have sex by then. So hopefully have some more updated stories for you um, on that front. Uh, and obviously there might have been some shenanigans going down. So there might be like another guest appearance from someone. So there's like guests obviously could be something. But then weekly fillers or even like, like I said how the this or that could come in nicely with guests. Blah, blah, blah. You get my drift. So if anyone's thought of a good little idea similar to that or a good topic that's going to be fun and people can get involved with because um, I do notice that a little bit. The same sort of people are the ones getting involved which is, I like, fine. I absolutely love everyone. Uh, but then I do feel there's a lot of sort of like passive listeners which is also fine. But if there was something, if it was a bit more engaging, I feel people can get involved rather than just listen, sort of thing. So that's kind of breaching. I'm always trying to make it slightly better and make it more fun for everyone and more relatable. I don't want to come on and be like, yeah, Instagram's still not popping off, guys. Social media's but dog shit. Get your tits out if you want to do well. Otherwise, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, fuck this. This cunt's still waffling on about that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not relevant. But if it's like, something they've suggested or whatever or like some yeah you know what i mean if it's involving if it's more of a general topic it's going to get it's going to keep the interest and people are going to enjoy it a lot more so i'm trying to make it as uh listener friendly and beneficial and all that kind of shit so that is the sort of overall plan of the skeleton of season three i guess if anyone wants to throw a few ideas in or subsequently tell me if that's a dog shit idea um but yeah there's my weekly roundup. That's a few things going forward. Um, that's very in-depth, actually. I'm very impressed with that. I already feel like a better host. Okay. So, this week, as you will have heard, I am going to be your dream counsellor. Uh, these dreams may not be specifically yours, what you've sent to me, but they may relate. And also, there's some that I will, whilst reading through, I was like, hmm, that's not what I would have expected. I'm talking of dreams. Soap's having one right now. She always does this. I get talking, she just falls asleep, and then starts fucking, like, whistling in the background. I literally think this is the third or fourth episode she's done it in. So, I'm either fucking boring, or... Very soothing, one of the two. Um, but yeah, so we're on about dreams. So we're getting spiritual. But I'm going to quickly go back in time. We're going to talk about my star sign because it relates to the, the topic of conversation and also comes forward into uh, the spiritual side of things in this episode. So I was born on March the 1st, 1995. Doesn't matter about the year, but I do fall into the category of a Pisces. So, uh, yeah, 
I, I've always known that. I've never ever taken the time to look at my star sign or what it means. It was very interesting actually, and it is. Well, I'll break it down for you now because I've literally wrote out what the, the website said, um, and we're going to go through it to see if it's relevant or whatever. But I would recommend people if they're never bothered. I'm not saying go and get your daily horoscope or any of that wank, uh, but. It is actually interesting to see how accurate or inaccurate they are. And I will say that I do feel mine is, I'd say, probably 80, 70, 80% accurate, which is quite mad for just giving some things off a certain birth date. But anyway, here we go. So, I am a Pisces. My strengths, I am supposedly compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. Um... I feel I'm artistic and musical. I think I'm wise in my own right. Uh, I'm not stupid. I'm not brain dead, but then I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm like massively academically clever. But I'm. I don't think that necessarily makes you wise. I do feel I'm very wise, gentle, um, unsure. Whether or not I don't see it, but I don't feel that's one of my best traits. And intuitive. That's. I don't really know. Maybe. I think I'm a little bit intuitive. Yeah, I probably am. Okay, weaknesses now. And this is where I did feel um, it didn't really feel like it was me. But then when I sort of gave it some thought, it did kind of feel like that was the older versions of me. So my weaknesses, supposedly as being as a Pisces, are fearful, over-trusting, sad, the desire to escape reality, and can be a victim um i'm scared of nothing absolutely nothing but when i was a lot younger i think a lot of things did used to get to me like i didn't like things like roller coasters but i don't know if that was more out of fear or out of wariness things like that um one of the, i don't know just like not put, i wasn't like scared like monsters or this that, and other. i think i was more scared of real life shit more so than anything probably a bit fearful of death this that, and other but that like this was like when i was young um i have definitely been over trusting in the past being too generous and it's maybe come back to bite me in the ass and then i don't trust anyone as such now uh my circle has uh, tightened and yeah i'm very sort of hard loving so i don't think i'm very i don't think i'm over trusting anymore sad no that 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 trait was left in 2018 i don't think i've been sad i probably have down days don't get me wrong but like sad no not me. Uh, I do have a big desire to escape reality because I don't really like how the world is. That sounds very deep and suicidal, but no. Um, I do wish the world was a different place. I feel it's there's more to it than meets the eye, but we don't get to see it. And I think, yeah, we don't live in a nice place, unfortunately. And I do think it could be very, it could be a lot better, but it just isn't. So I do feel I maybe do have a desire to be in somewhere different uh and can be a victim i don't really know what the fuck that means in which way a victim i think everyone's capable of being a victim so it's a bit vague okay so moving on what i like being alone yes i really do like my own company can happily be on my own for ages i've been on my own uh, in terms of relationships since 2018 and never really found it a problem only on like the first year when I was like almost depressed by it all uh, but ever since like I've got over that I've been fine and like I said I'm happy to sort of stay alone if it means I never settle kind of thing so I think that's accurate sleeping I'm not asked about it that's neutral I do enjoy sleep but I'm not I don't rave about it music yes romance um I guess so. I probably am a romantic at heart. It's just to be discovered. Uh, I'm very. I do think about that kind of thing quite a bit. So I guess visual media. I fucking love a bit of porn. Me. Uh, so yeah, that's on the head. Swimming. Um, I do. I do like swimming. I'm not like mad. I'm not like. I don't know. I, I think swimming's vague. I enjoy water and a lot of things that surround water. Uh, like my favorite animals in life probably come from the water or a lot of them do um i like things like like dolphins whales like shark and fish that kind of thing like 
even though a shark is like a bigger fish. But like, you know what I mean? I like that kind of thing, like all shit that's in the sea. Um, I do find really intriguing. And like the sea itself, the ocean itself is such a wonderful place. Um, yeah. And spiritual themes, which I do. Obviously, if I didn't like them, I wouldn't be doing this podcast now. Um, yeah, I do. I do feel we're all connected more deeply than we we think, and I do feel there is more than meets the eye when it comes down to like spirituality, that kind of thing. But I'll explain that later because that does come into a very good question I was asked. Um, and then dislikes, I do think this is quite accurate. To be fair, know it alls, hate them. I fucking hate know it alls. There's a difference between knowing something and being confident in knowing it, but then there's twats that just think they know it all. People will know what I mean. Some cunt that will just open his mouth and just, they know everything. We don't like that. No one likes someone that just feels the need to run their mouth like they're an expert on stuff. Like, everyone has a time where they've probably, like, gone off like they know something, but then that's not everything, if you know what I mean. Uh, dislike being criticised. I feel, I think everyone does. I think I handle criticism the right way. Like, with, I, within the reason, if it's, if it's needed, then yes. But, like, if it's patronising criticism, then I'm not about it, if you know what I mean. Uh, dislikes the past coming back to haunt me. I don't think that does. I'm very... This also comes into one of my dream analyses. Uh, I do feel that doesn't really happen. And then cruelty of any kind. Um, no, disagree with that, actually. I respect some kind of cruelty. Some things, like, sometimes you just have to be cruel, but then, like, different, like, if someone needs to, someone deserves cruelty, then it's it's fine. But if it's, like, if, like, someone's just kicking the shit out of, a, like, an animal for no reason, I don't like things like that, or, like, being nasty to a person for no reason, then I don't like that. But if, like, people start kicking the fuck out of a rapist, a proven rapist, something like that, then, like, do it. I don't care. Like, yeah, fuck them. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like a bit of an overbrief from me being a Pisces. So, so far, I don't know what you guys think, people that know me, if that sounds correct or not. Uh, I do feel that's quite a bit that's relevant. Um, it's all related to me at some point, if not now, it's at some point at least. So, it is, it is very interesting to see. Okay, and then this is like the big brief, um, which I thought was funny. Um, Pisces are very friendly, so often find themselves in the company of different people. Pisces are selfless and are always willing to help others without the hope of getting something in return. Um, I am friendly and I do like the company of very different people. I feel across like my good friends, there's sort of like a, uh, I'd say a difference between a lot of us. We're not all bang the same. We all have different interests and are carry ourselves in different ways. So I feel that's right. And I'm, I will happily speak to anyone. Like I said, I don't judge people buy things like that it's a case of morality and how they are as a person like if they're a good person bad person so i think that's accurate um the willing to help others without the hope of something in return i think's true to a degree i'm willing to help people if they're deserving of it it's if i'm if i owe them obviously i'm in their debt so i will pay them back by helping them kind of thing or of like my close friends where i know i can rely on them it's kind of like I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, like so, it depends to what degree. I'm he I would help most people, but then like, if it's with someone serious ish, then it's not like I would need something in return. But it's kind of like I wouldn't break my back for someone to help them, if that makes sense. I'm very selfish in that way. It's not like oh well they wouldn't do it if they do it for me. Then yeah, no questions asked. But if I got the impression that they didn't deserve it or it was wasn't going to be sort of. Uh, in return then i probably wouldn't help so yeah i don't feel that's ever so accurate um pisces is a water sign and is characterized by empathy and expressed emotional capacity okay well it's a water sign so probably exp that explains why i really enjoy things to do with water like life uh aqua life that kind of thing and then just war in general um I don't know if I'm empathetic, to be honest. Probably a little bit. And then expressed emotional capacity. I don't think I'm very good at showing emotion. 
I definitely haven't been in the past, so maybe I do have that, but yet to experience it. So I mean, I don't really feel that's like on the head. Um, okay, moving on. Ruled by the planet Neptune, Pisces are more intuitive than others and have an artistic talent. Neptune is the connection to music, so Pisces reveal musical preference in early stage of life. We are generous, compassionate, and extremely faithful and caring. Uh, the music thing is probably bang on and I'd say the artistic thing I'm always looking to do something creative whether or not I'm like really talented something I always like to feel like I'm creating something or doing something so I feel that's bang on obviously the music thing is very bang on I'm very obscure with my music taste and enjoy like raw music so noise over like art like musicians if that makes any sense like I will I can happily like listen to a beat I don't need lyrics and all that harmony and that shit. Uh, I can just get down to a beat. Um, generous, generous to the people that deserve it, as I've said before. Compassionate, I probably am a little bit. Extremely faithful, definitely haven't been in the past. I'm faithful to my friends now because, like I say, I feel it's uh, received the other way as well. I feel like they're faithful to me, so it's kind of like... I scratch their back, they scratch mine kind of thing. And caring. I also care for people I feel the need to care about. Other than that, fuck everyone. So I think that's nearly right. Um, we have an intuitive understanding of the life cycle. So achieve the best emotional relationships with others. Uh, I think I missed that bit. I don't think that's got to me yet. Because I do not achieve the best emotional relationships with anyone. Really, I don't think. I don't know. People might be able to tell me different. I have good relationships with people, but I don't know if that means, like, with females or what, really. I feel I'm really, like, really... I don't really know if I feel I'm really emotionally attached to anyone. Like, I don't feel like I'm massively emotionally attached to anyone in my family and then friends. I don't know. I don't know if... I probably... I don't really fucking get that one, uh, that bit. Um, moving on. Known for wisdom. Never judgmental and always forgiving. Known to be the most tolerant of zodiac signs. So that's massively wrong. Uh, obviously I am known for wisdom because I'm fucking well clever but I'm not so much judgmental but I'm never forgiving if I'm wrong that's it that shit's with me for life I don't I don't forget stuff uh, or I don't forgive stuff I don't yeah I don't forgive and I don't forget never or very rare occasions if it's if something severe then yeah I don't forget it people once that once you've like fucked that like tie with me then yeah i don't i don't forget about it and the tolerant no definitely not tolerant <laughs> okay moving on to the last segment sex loyal gentle unconditionally generous to their partners we have a need to feel connection with our partners short-term relationships slash adventures are not peculiar to this star sign or zodiac sign uh so what i interpreted from that men were loyal haven't been in the past but i do feel i made those mistakes and it's changed me into a person now where i've yeah i'm just a fucking grown up now so i wouldn't do any stupid things not really sure what it means by gentle i mean I'm, I'm into a bit of kissing nice some slow pumps you know what i mean it's not all about doggy style around them till the cows come home gentle pumps and making them feel loved is sometimes nice um unconditionally generous their partners fucking definitely have not been that before only in the sexual terms all about giving not receiving but when it comes to <laughs> anything other than fucking uh i've been known to maybe be a bit uptight and not be affectionate so yeah i don't think that's amazing accurate oh it might be now i don't really know can't relate haven't been in relationships since 2018 so uh this is massive this one is very true we have the need to feel connection with our partners i say that so many times i've said that so many times good sex comes from being connected with a partner and vice versa feeling the connection with someone elevates feelings and the intimacy and all that in just sex in general and then obviously in a relationship so it's needed and then it says here which I, I'll be honest, I had to Google what peculiar meant. I knew what it meant, but I couldn't, when it said adventure not peculiar, I was like, hang on a minute, I couldn't work out which way round it meant by that. So peculiar is unusual. So non-peculiar, 
my understanding is not unusual. So short-term relationships adventures are not unusual to this certain which makes a lot of sense considering I don't get through a lot of people, but how things are very short-lived and nothing ever seems to come of much because obviously the uh, connection's not found. So we'll get rid of that. Um, yeah, people that know me, do you feel that's accurate or nah? I felt that that actually meant... I'm not going to, like I said, not doing any bullshit Zodiac star sign astronomy horoscope bullshit but i thought that was relevant i enjoyed it thought ah yeah i think i can see a lot of myself in that also some of it not so much but there was a lot of it i did see so interesting um moving on also like i will just say if any of you feel uh, like you want to go and find out your star sign and have a read tell me what it uh reading through and see what it means and then get back to me if you felt it was accurate or whatever interesting um there was a bit in there as well saying that how pisces are the deepest of friends or known to be the the like the best contenders for friends or deep friends and then that would make a lot of sense seeing as matty is also a pisces so that's probably explains why we've got such a unbreakable bond um okay right let's move on dream meanings of, uh, thank you for everyone that sent me some uh, examples of dreams I've had. I've got one of my own in here, which I uh, the answers was quite interesting. They all have been very interesting, actually. They're not quite what you'd think. Um, so we're just going to get straight into it because somehow I have wanked off half this podcast talking about myself. So <laughs> we are going to move on. Okay. What does it mean when you dream you're friends with a celebrity? So you might think, oh, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. That sounds quite good. But for the information I found, it's not actually good at all. It's actually quite bad. So if you have found yourself dreaming that you're friends with a celebrity, um, this supposedly could symbolise that you're going to lose money. So avoid spending money and stay content with what you have for a while uh, because you might need your money, supposedly. Um, it does show that you are a kind and wise person, but need to think of yourself a little bit more. Um, this also could mean that uh, you have a f- uh, you have the feeling that some small conflicts could grow into something bigger, which could eventually blow up. Um, which then the sort of similar sort of mean, meaning. Uh, you could be underestimating underestimating a situation. And then need to pay more attention to it. Um, and then it said after that. This dream is about personal energy flow and emotional release. Make sure you're taking time for your own personal leisure and pleasure. So if what I got from that basically means... It, it's ironic because dream about celebrity, you'd maybe per, like put them in the stereotype of being out for themselves. Um and sort of willing to take it all to benefit themselves. And that's kind of, when I was reading through, that's kind of vibe I was getting. It was meaning, like, you're basically going to be conned into, like, almost you would maybe in a celebrity sense. Like, they're not actually your friend. But they're just sort of, they're celebrity. They're lapping up what you're giving them kind of thing. And I feel that's maybe the representation of someone else in your woken life could be there to take advantage of your kind-heartedness effectively like the money situation you could be happy to lend some money who's not got any intention of paying you back or like the little conflicts and stuff like you're just sort of putting them off because you're like oh no they'll be okay they'll be okay which then could be building something else this could be a conflict with a friend or family or something like that so like what i was reading was maybe suggesting intervene and step in um to try and diffuse that conflict and let so letting it grow and then, like the underestimation of situation on situations, you sort of yeah monitor what's going on, um, and then yeah, it's all about personal energy. So yeah, I think you've just got to kind of recognise if there's anything in your life where you feel you may be a victim or could be take have that be taken advantage of. Um, stay woke to that shit. Uh, so yeah, that's what dreaming about. Being friends of uh, a celebrity. Oh, bollocks. 
I'd <laughs> I fucked it. I actually fucked it. Uh, I'd wrote down a really interesting intro for dreams. So I'm gonna read it now. It's backwards, but yeah. So just people understand about dreams a bit more. If no, you all know what dreamers. Um, because we all spend our nights dreaming. Dreams are supposed cerebral release that enables us to evacuate all types of emotions and thoughts we gather during our uh, during the day. Uh, supposedly, the dream world is an accurate reflection of our souls. Dreams can be used or should be used for personal development if you can recognise signs. Uh, so yeah, that should have come before dreaming about being friends with celebrity. But yeah, fucked it up. But yeah, so if you haven't dreamed about celebrities, uh, just being friends with them, um, just stay woke to maybe something in your life you're maybe unaware of in the terms of maybe being naive or too uh, selfless. Uh, and the celebrity figure in the everyday life who is willing to use you to get themselves somewhere else kind of thing. Just keep an eye out for that. Okay, moving on to the next dream. Dreaming about hiding from monsters. Or, I guess, creatures or whatever you want to... What do you want to call them? If anyone's woke up and they've dreamt that they've been trying to avoid a person or a monster in a dream or a creature of some description this is what it could mean this is what i found today like i say these i don't think they're definite i didn't want to spend ages cause it's like when you google the symptoms for a, a, a mild cough it's like okay yeah you've got tb uh you've got aids turns out you've got space alien growing inside your stomach like google's de uh, diagnostics um Diagnosis, what the fucking word you want to use, goes on and on and can mean so many different things. And not saying that dream meanings don't, they're like anything. One dream can mean anything. It's just fact of some like some things like are the same and then out of nowhere it throws a curveball and kind of thing. So I've kind of just averaged out what I've read and blah blah. So yeah, moving on. Hiding from creatures. This could represent. Uh, hang on. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do. Know. I struggle to read my own writing. Hiding from creatures could represent the hiding of your identity over fear of being found out about something you're hiding in your working life. Maybe trying to fit in somewhere uh, and being anxious about being found out as fraudulent. So that's all I could really find about it. The monsters in your dream maybe signify people you're trying to impress in life. Maybe a work or group of friends a click as such uh just a boy a girl i don't know a partner you're trying to press so anyone you're trying to press and the fact you're hiding from a monster could be symbolizing them and it's in fear of being found and exposed as and like i say it's it's kind of like a w weird one that you think the monster's there to do wrong but it's actually you're maybe the one that's in the wrong um by hiding because you're hiding because you know you don't want to be found out and found. Um, so, like, the monster itself might be not actually the people. It might represent the thing you're pretending to be. So, say, I don't know, I, don't know, I can't think of a deeper, like, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus like, uh, with what I said, but, like, the person who said was dreaming about this, I did feel this could have maybe related to uh, things in the past. And if you're listening to this, like, this that might be uh, maybe an indication. Um, this girl was from Young Farmers, uh, so maybe the burning desire to try and fit into that stigma, as I've said before, is a toxic little group that everyone feels they need to be exactly the same as other people, um, and everyone does seem to take on the same mannerisms, this, that, and the other. So maybe the overhyping of oneself has become too much and then they end up dreaming about the fact they're not actually the person they pretend to be every time they go out with their friends blah 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 and it's just eating away at them that they are um not that person and yeah the monster in the dream is actually the the real them real selves like basically come to get them and say you're that's not yeah, that's not you you're me kind of thing so if you're dreaming about monsters it could be something you're maybe hiding in your woken life or you're dreaming that you're trying to hide from someone in a dream. This could symbolise you acting fraudulent or just hiding from something in general in your real life. So maybe time to address it. Um, moving on.
This is an interesting one. A few people have said about this one. Um, I'm actually banging through these. Uh, I might actually... Well, my one's actually quite a long one. And I've, I've got some funny ones I've got to throw in there. I've, got, like, a, I've had a couple of funny dream stories. So I can put them on the end, I suppose. Um, this should be interesting for everyone because I dare say everyone's been in this situation. I think I've been in this situation a lot of times. Um, having sex with someone you shouldn't be. And this is actually quite a sweet one, which sounds really Irish because you're dreaming about fucking someone you shouldn't be fucking. But it's actually really nice. Um, this could be a reflection of the admiration for their positive traits in life. Uh, dreaming of having sex with people usually can mean you desire a talent they have. So if you're dreaming of maybe having sex with your friend's boyfriend or girlfriend, um, it might be because... Like, when you've hung out, you found them really funny. It's not like you fancy them or anything. It's just, it's almost like, I don't know, everything in your dreams is so personified. It's maybe the fact of you liked that trait they possess so much. And it's in, like, almost in, in the dream world, you're rewarding it. Rewarding that trait by <laughs> sleeping with them, I guess. Um, this would probably explain why you all dream about having sex with me often. Yeah, because I possess a lot of traits you all desire. Um, so yeah, it's not actually as bad as you'd think. Which is it's kind of weird. When I was reading through it, it's saying things like obviously people dream about having sex with their bosses and stuff, um, which might be like oh shit. But a lot of it is because you desire. I mean, I've never have, which would be fucking weird considering all men. Um, but it's because you desire or you idolize a trait they possess so maybe leadership or something like that um is something you like obviously if you dream that you're sleeping with your boss you might actually just fancy them and just take it into your dream world i guess but but i'm trying to give it a bit more of a spiritual meaning um a weird one people didn't like to admit to it and i can't say i've ever had a dream like this but there was supposedly people dream of sleeping with family members um also falls into the same category it's maybe feels a bit weird but at the same time it's because you does not desire but you respect the traits they possess or talents they possess and like you yeah you desire them in some ways so it's it is kind of the same thing same as the other thing that's maybe a slight spin on it i, I read was sleeping with celebrities was maybe uh the what word do you use you recognize in um a talent you maybe both share so maybe if you're quite musical and you sleep with a singer it might be because you i don't know you you feel you're on their level in some way you relate to their music you think you have a similar talent in the way of maybe how they write music or i don't know that kind of thing so um yeah it's not as bad as you'd think dreaming of just having sex people is very common i read so I wouldn't really worry about it. I don't think it's anything to address. And also, it's probably not worth being awkward with. Um, you could even just be dead honest and be like, oh, I dreamt that I had sex with you last night. Like, All right. And like, so there's obviously a trait you have that I really like. So I don't know. I can't remember the last time I dreamt of having sex with someone. Uh, I dreamt about getting a girl pregnant. Or not, I didn't get pregnant. I dreamt that a girl I have, have had sex with in real life came to me and was like, I'm pregnant. And this is what I was on about in the last podcast when me, Matty and Green had walked home. I was telling this story. Um, and I couldn't find a meaning for this, actually, because it's very vague, because uh, it didn't make any sense. Um, but, yeah, I'd got this girl pregnant, or supposedly got pregnant. She came to me and was like, yeah, I'm, we're having a baby. I was like, okay, right, step step up. Time to step up. And I did. And then, like, I was like, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, a couple of days later, I was like, thinking, hang the fuck on. I bagged up every time we shagged. So that ain't mine. And basically called her out and she's like, yeah, I lied. It's because you like the most stable, blah, blah, blah. So that's a like, fuck you, bitch. Um, so yeah, that meant I couldn't find any meaning to that. So unfortunate. But so yeah, now you know. If you're dreaming of having sex with someone, it's a good chance that it's only because you desire or have some kind of desire for traits they possess and that kind of thing or talents they have. So it's not a bad thing at all. Um Good sex in dreams can mean you, it could be a reflection of you need to spice up your everyday life. If you're having absolute bomb sex in your dream, it could just be a sign of you desire something more exciting and catered to your needs 
in the real world so maybe time to try some new things either sexually or just in general um on the curve to that if you're dreaming about being violated or sexual violence uh, and regularly this could be a bad sign and symbolizing something that's going on obviously you're having trauma for a situation or you're in a bad relationship in one way and you might need to seek some kind of help or speak to someone uh, probably not something you want to leave um, untouched as such uh, so yeah hopefully no one's going through that kind of shit but if you are maybe just think about it maybe have a sort of see if it relates or anything yeah don't leave it silent so yeah sex dreams they're all, they're all good uh it's just people it's game recognizing game so yeah wouldn't worry about it unless it's like some mad shit and it's happening all the time then i don't know but even then it might just be like you're like fuck hell yeah they yeah really like what they're doing i like the shoe game or yeah they sing well or they're funny, I don't know. Just one of them things, you just like their traits, it's absolutely fine. Um, moving on, this is my big boy deep dream. I actually had this last night, but it happens a lot. Not a lot, but quite often. I've not dreamt, this isn't the first time I've dreamt of this. Um, it does seem to happen quite a lot. And when I read through the meanings, I was like, shit. That's actually very relatable um, to how I'm feeling currently and just my general practice. Anyway, so what does it mean to dream about being an assassin? Yes, you heard that right. I often dream that I am the new John Wick. Uh, basically, I'll tell you my dream last night. It's a bit fucked. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you like the, the first part secondly because it, it is kind of funny. Um, but the last part of it... I don't really know how it came about, but I was an assassin. I knew I was, I was carrying guns, doing some mad shit, murking people. And then I can't remember who I was with, but I, I guess it was like my agency or whatever. The people I was working with tried to turn on me, but because I was so competent and kind of felt that there was some kind of, what's the word, double agenting going on. They were going to turn on me. I was like, yeah, fuck you, gunned them, all. gunned them down. Like, nah, not about it. So confident man and ability, I just like iced them straight up. Uh, so, yeah. I dream about shooting people quite often. Thought it'd maybe mean I'm a psychopath. Turns out it doesn't. It's actually quite cool. <coughs> okay. Being... Hang on. <coughs> you fucking take myself out in a minute. Um, let me get some water on board. Right, we're good. Gucci gang. Um, this could symbolise the need to cleanse yourself of past feelings. Start again. Uh, let loose. This usually shows your high level. This usually shows your high level of confidence and self-belief, which is what I'm talking about. I do have a very high level of confidence, and I do have a lot of self-belief, which I was like, hmm, that's refreshing. Couldn't quite understand what it meant about the past feelings, but it's kind of like past can literally be ten minutes ago. So don't think it means weeks, years, months, blah blah blah. I think it could uh, potentially have like. Long story short, I was kind of like negotiating with a girl, um, talking to her, and as always, it kind of fell through, but it was just the way of, there's so much build-up, and out of nowhere, she sort of like just turned and was like, no, no, no excuse, gone, kind of thing. Um, since she has come back and apologised, uh, and basically admitted why we couldn't hang out, which I was like, that's absolutely fine. Uh, all the admiration for that, honestly, is the best thing. Don't just leave people in the dark, it's disgusting. But I guess that's maybe why I was feeling that. The whole cleanse yourself of past feelings, start again. That's almost literally like the, in the like that's the metaphor of the assassin. It's literally come in, get rid of what you don't want there, start again, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I did think that was also very relatable. Being an assassin in your dream could also show the need to go off track and explore explore possibilities. I do feel that. I often say it to a lot of people. I feel Lincolnshire is a dead-end place, and I want to go and explore the world more, and I probably will. Where it'll take me, I don't know, but I have an open mindset to change. Um, this could be an omen for a period in your life and what you felt for it. I did not understand what that meant. Uh, but this next bit was quite good. 
Being an assassin could mean you need to apply yourself and focus on important projects, which is kind of like being an assassin. You have to uh, focus on the target in hand, get the job done. And I feel that's kind of what I may need to do with certain things, certain like grinds of doing in life. It's like you have an assassin's mentality of focus it, get the job done, execute professionally kind of thing, which I thought was a very... It's, assassin's a very powerful metaphor in your mind. If you start dreaming of assassin, it's it's a very powerful thing. I Yeah, when I read this, I was like, it's mad how you kind of brush it off as you're just killing people in your dream, but it actually means or could mean a lot, and it is very relatable, I feel, to me, um, at the, like currently. Uh, and then this what I thought was really good. I have said this. I'm not sure I've said this in the podcast, but yeah, this is very relatable. Um, this could be a symbol of being focused on eliminating something or someone from your life for good. The desire to never face a problem again. A form of sabotage. Um, and I've said that to a lot of people. That is my way of clearing things up. Break something beyond repair and you never have to worry about it again. Now, like I said, sometimes when I'm tidying up and I find something I'm not sure if I want to keep or whatever, and it's kind of like a little bit damaged, I'll make sure it's fully damaged and then I never have to worry about it again. Good example, playing badminton a couple of weeks back, uh, one of my strings snapped. It's like, okay, it's a string snap, so I could go get it restrung. The racket had a gouge in it where I hit someone else's racket. So... With literally within 10 seconds of that string snapping, it was over my knee in half and I'd launched a wall and broke it completely. End of discussion, that's broke, I need a new one. Assassin mentality, gone. Same as that. I've had clothes before, that I've got like a little hole and it's like, do I sew them up this end of a No, rip it, hole gone, job done. Um, and I'm a bit like that with people as well. Very cutthroat in the way of I will just turn people away. Effectively ice them from my brain. Um, because, yeah. The, the sabotage bit I did find was interesting. It, it, like I said, I, I do like a bit of carnage at times, uh, and it does come across in the form of sabotage sometimes, uh, where I sort of almost have a desire for chaos, and I'm not really worried about it going a bit pear-shaped. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was really, I did really enjoy that um, analogy when I was reading through. I was like, fuck, that's actually sick and very like on point for how I feel right now. So yeah. There we are. Hope if you're dreaming about any of them you've got some insight. Or hopefully now you'll make take note of your dreams and be able to bring them forward into the next episode. Um I'll tell you my little dreams I've had as well. I dreamt that I was out in Lincoln, I think this one Thursday night. I was out in Lincoln, just chilling with the boys or whoever. And out of nowhere, like Lincoln City's like training team come was like, right, come on lads, we've got to go to training. I was like, okay. So they like took us in it's like the middle of the fucking night, took us to a football pitch, was like, okay, we're gonna play football now. Uh one of the one of the exercises we're gonna do is you we're gonna like play a pass to you and you've got to beat a defender and put a cross in the box. And I was like, Oh fuck, this might be a bit tough. So there's like, alright, here's your defender, this is who you got beat. And there was Hector Bellerin stood in front of me. Anyone who doesn't know who that is, it's Arsenal's right back and an absolute piece of shit. And uh, playing a simple English. So I was like, this is gonna be a piece of cake, and fucking sure enough it was. Made him a twat every single time. Literally not the ball past him, ball in the box, job done. And then I was like, hang on lads, I need a piss. Went to the side of the pitch, started pissing, and luckily woke up in time. To go downstairs and finish the piss. Didn't piss in the bed, luckily. But yeah, if you ever dream that you're pissing yourself or having a piss, it's probably a good time to wake up because it it carries on. Let me tell you that from experience. Um, and then the other dream I dreamt last night that we beat City in the cup one 0 So I'm probably hurting about Arsenal being fucking wank at the minute. Uh, that was like the first part of the assassin dream. Maybe the assassin. Maybe I'm dreaming about being assassin because I need to fuck Arsenal off out of my life. Who knows? Um, but yes, that was the dreams podcast. I have been your dream counselor for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got some insight. Dreams are very interesting. I do love dreams. Uh, I do find them very relatable and whatever. So when the next uh, time I'm going to counsel comes around. 
be sure to get them into me. Let's move on. Let's break it down. We've got 10 minutes left, maybe. Something like. Uh, so we're going to do some questions, of course. We have Woman's Corner. Oh, well, no. Well, yeah, actually, fuck it. I'll carry on saying Woman's Corner. Even though Josh has got a question, he can go into Woman's Corner. We've all seen your penis, mate. May as well cut a hole in it because it's tiny. May as well use the vagina. Um, yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? We'll start with Josh first. Uh, I'm actually going to read you the message you sent and see if anyone else can understand this because I struggled. Don't how to word it, but take what you can from this. Deja vu. Do you ever have dreams where you're going through life and all of a sudden go, I've seen this before? Um, that is just deja vu, Josh. I think you've got the grasp of that. If you just dream, or like, yeah, you're like, I've been there before, that's deja vu. Also only known uh, by glitching the matrix. That means that uh, Agent Smith is coming to get you and you have to fight. Um, no, uh, I said in a podcast a while back about the gut instinct, I'm not sure if it's the one before the Mansfield crew one, about I've dreamt of scenarios before that then a couple of months down the line come true. And when I was dreaming about like breaking up my ex, who she'd been off with kind of thing, and then literally it all transpired, and it was all not exactly as it was in a dream, but the conversation was near enough bang on, uh, which is fucked. Um, but yeah, that's why I will say trust your gut instinct, because if you feel you've seen this before, you probably have somewhere. So, yes, I do. I think it was do. Do I believe in that? Yeah, I do believe in that, Josh. Deja vu does happen in dreams. I do feel. And yes, I do have dreams, like I've just said. Um, but yeah. Nice. Moving on, we have the OG Fan Club questions now. Laura and Emily. Shout out Laura, by the way. She's a very passionate supper. And if you wonder what that means, it's... I'm going to get this fucking wrong now. Stand-up paddle board, I believe. Please have got that right, Laura. But yeah, she's absolutely smashing that on Instagram. Uh, you know what? For good measure, I'm going to link her um, Instagram below as well because very proud of her. She's doing very well in not whoring it up. She's a very pretty young girl, and she doesn't feel the need to show her ass and tits to get likes and exposure on Instagram. She does it the proper way and graphs with uh, her hobby. So I'm going to recognise game with game. Give a shout out. Well done, Laura. Proud of you. Um, and two questions here. Fun question and a deep question. Starting off with a fun one. Would you ever go on holiday with a stranger and where? Uh, yes, 100%. I was told by a great man once, that great man being Casey Neistat, the best way to get to know someone and also know if you're going to like someone properly is to travel with them because a lot of things happen whilst you travel like the ability of being put under pressure, that kind of thing, and to be adapting different scenarios, this and the other. Yeah, it kind of takes you away from your real life, puts you in a different one, and it's kind of like you get to see someone stripped back for who they are more so. Uh, so I definitely would. Um, I feel, I don't really know. If I was going to really go somewhere with a girl, uh, with a girl <laughs> uh, I say a girl, I would obviously probably rather travel with a girl randomly than a boy for obvious reasons because uh, that's where the magic happens um but yeah i don't know where i'd go i think i'd probably go somewhere like, i don't think i'd like oh yeah randomer come with me to ibiza that's kind of like for me and the boys but like i think I'd, it's kind of like you double down i think i'd go to an absolute random place with a random person because nothing excites me more than danger <laughs> i said this well i read this somewhere i can't remember where and I, I said it as a quote the other day, but I actually really like it. I might have it on my tombstone when I eventually die. Um, my life will always be fun because I'm not afraid of death. Um, but yeah, that, what I've just said. So I definitely would go somewhere with a stranger. Um, probably a girl more so than a boy, just because, yeah, so I can do some shagging. Um, and I don't really know. I'd get for like, just somewhere. I'd probably like Asia or somewhere like that. Or... Maybe it's somewhere nice and sunny where we can just like chill out together in the sun. Like, oh, everything's so much more romantic in the sun, I feel. But yes, 
I definitely would. And then deeper question, moving deeper. Do I believe in a God? Yes. When I wake up in the morning and I go across to the mirror, I see him every day. And he's a good looking motherfucker. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like believe in a, I don't know if I'd call it a God. I feel like there's something because there's too many things happen in life where you're like, there was, there was no reason for that to not happen. Like, good example, like, this has happened twice in the last couple of days. Uh, driving to work and back from work the other day, and I was coming to a junction, uh, like my main junction where I go to work. Normally the road is dead quiet, but as a rule of thumb, I'm not a rushy driver, and I always drive slowly. But, like, I pulled up to this junction, and I looked left and right, and it was clear. But I didn't move for about another five seconds. And I have no idea why I didn't move, but I didn't. I just, even though it was clear, I stayed there. But it wasn't actually clear. The car was perfectly in, like, the the middle pillar of the car. So, like, where your front door and your back door is, like, joins. When I looked to my left, the car was perfectly behind this pillar. And, obviously, the time I'd have got out into the road, it literally would have smashed into me going about 50, 60. I did not see that car whatsoever, but for some reason, I didn't pull out into the road. And then the same thing happened, like a couple of days later coming home, I um, was coming down the road, like coming home to another junction, uh, turning left to go home. So obviously the traffic that's going to be most at danger to me is the traffic coming towards me on, on the side of the road I'm going on. So from the right, so I turn to look to my right, and it's clear, but I don't move again. Normally, you'd go, okay, I'll move. I don't move. I literally, I just don't move. And because, and then literally, as I'm, I'm not about to set off, but I just, just turn to the left. And there's literally a car overtaking a van on that corner, at, like, right on the junction. So if I pulled out, he's literally pulled, he's, he pulled straight into me, effectively. And there is no reason for me to not pull out. Every other day, I turn right and it's clear and I move and I'm safe. This one day, I turn right and it's clear and I don't move. I just stay there. And then look left. See the danger. It avoids me. Karen driving. So, I feel there's someone watching over people somewhere. Or something is watching over. Like... Maybe more of a connection, a spiritual connection in the way of keeping people conscious to danger, this kind of thing. Um, I feel I'm very like awoken to that kind of thing, the spiritual side of me, so maybe more so why I feel that way. I don't necessarily, like I said, I don't necessarily think it's a man in the sky or like a Jesus or a God, effectively, but a lot of shit happens that's unexplainable in like those kind of things in just a situation where you like literally any other day i'd have just done it the same way i always do it but that one day i didn't i did that, that different and it's literally has saved me from a crash or something like that like i don't know if that's ever happened to anyone else but yeah um so and now there's been times in the past where i felt like anxious about stuff and this was like when i was younger I felt shit about stuff and I've just sort of like thought about something. I saw about, I don't know, like a god or something. And it, that in itself just calmed me down. And so, so uh, I'm not like a Bible basher, this, that, and the other. Uh, but I believe there's an entity or a spirit or so, there's some kind of way that keeps you safe. And it, like there's a way to, there's something out there guiding people if they're willing to listen, I feel. Uh, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, thank you for that question, Laura. I hope that answers your, hope answers your question anyway. Uh, moving on to the last one. Last but not least is our, our Emily. Um, this is a fucking good one, but I actually don't know. If I could be a fly on the wall in any situation, when and where would I pick? 
uh, it would be nothing personal. So it wouldn't be like oh, I wanted to know what they said in that conversation. Like oh, I wonder, I want to, I want to know what like Matty's saying about me to this and well, I want to know what like the boys are saying about me. And I like fuck them. They can say what they want. I don't care. I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. Blah blah blah. People can say what they want to say about me. So I'm not desperate to know what people think. I'm not nosy. I don't care about other people's fucking business. So I don't have a burning desire to be in any of that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. There's maybe things like, the <laughs> uh, uh, only thing I can think of now, relevancy, is maybe like being a fly on a wall on a big government meeting where they're telling all their dirty secrets and you should be a fly on the wall and be like, hmm, you're cunts, you're all liars. Or be like, oh, actually, no, they were actually telling the truth. But yeah, maybe something like that. Some, some like people of a higher power, and I'd be interested to see what people are hiding. Uh, that'd be really all I can really think of because I'm not mad desperate to know about like little ongoings and shit. Life's too small to be worried about what one person said about you or two or ten or a hundred people considering how many billions of people are in the world. So, they are. Now you know. And that's it. That's a dirty looking way for... Um, I hope this was interesting for everyone. It was interesting to do the research. Um, so it would be interesting to see. There's a lot of you passive listeners that don't seem to get involved. You sort of listen week in, week out. So I doubt I'll hear any feedback from you guys. But the people that do give me feedback every week, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, and, yeah, continue to do so. Give me some ideas of what we can slot into the season. If you like the idea of the uh, this or that arguments or uh, obviously the interviews with people. Like the sex topic will obviously re reappear. This will hopefully reappear if people enjoy it. Um, just shit like that so yes get at it and let me know uh, and I don't think there's anything more to, said, to be said really impressive for how I've done my research this week and it has been absolutely fucking seamless very impressed um, yeah I don't actually think there's anything to say I'm done I'm out this has been episode 20 I believe and if it hasn't, I'll have got it right when I wrote it down. Whatever I'm saying now might be right, might be wrong. But whatever, you'll see me in the next one.